Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman by heading over to patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Halbkast mit Tom Reimann an David Bell. We're just going to get right into this. Uh, hello, everyone. Hello. Uh, we're another episode of Hypecast. Hypecast. Oh, it's the show where we get hyped about stuff and things. I'm your co-host, Tom Ryman. I'm your other co-host, David Bell. Um, and now you. You. <laughs> and uh, a third hey, voice. Hey, you. <laughs> Hi, my name's Logan Trent. <laughs> nice to Hi, Logan. Yeah. Yeah. First timer. <laughs> Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Yeah, oh, man. We're we're, we're pumped to have you on. I'm yeah, excited you to be on. It's, yeah, I mean, you know, general craziness with everything. I don't know if you noticed, but there's been some weird things happening in the world. So, yeah. <laughs> there, ha- there, have, there have been. This is true. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. What are we, all, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? I'm by... Uh, <laughs> I, I'm unboxing a weed device right now while we're talking. I thought I'd share that. A d- a d- like, your, cho- your choice of words with device is really has me intrigued. Well, it's a vaporizer that mm-hmm. gives you weed that gets you high, and it looks like something like Obi One would have. Like it looks really like Space Age. Oh yeah, this is how this cool. is how Obi One parties. I got you. I like yeah. that you're able to multitask while in the middle. of I know. Venus, me too. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's why I had to delay because I was getting weed delivered to my house. Well, I think ah, uh, maybe you might be too hyped and you just need to bring yourself down a little. So this is probably that's what get you I'll the do. right level of hype. So that's yeah. what, that's yeah. that's how we write it off in taxes. We call it a hype mitigator. Yeah. Yes. It's deductible. Yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a work expense. Oh man, I'm gonna write this shit off. Why yeah. not? <laughs> why the fuck not? Let's do it. Taxes won't even yeah. exist in a year, probably. So who knows? Oh God, I hope. Yeah, oh, man. yeah, that would be the dream, right? Yeah. Yeah, no taxes, all weed. <laughs> Just uh, like, well, it'll be weed instead. It'll be weed instead of taxes somehow. I don't know how that works. It'll be like Kevin Costner in The Postman, except he's the weed man, and that's just how society gets rebuilt is by mm-hmm. yes, and it's specifically Kevin Costner delivering you weed. Yeah. Like, yeah. God, oh, yeah, obviously. Get, yeah, oh, yeah. man, I get so high with Kevin Costner. <laughs> <laughs> so why'd you go back and save the dog? Um, anyway. <laughs> Wait, is that a Postman reference? No, that's Man of Steel. Oh, God. oh Remember, right. he goes he back to save the dog and gets beefed by the tornado. <laughs> that fucking jackass. <laughs> like a fucking asshole. Yeah. Oh, he takes probably gets his face completely ripped off by that tornado just like bill mm-hmm. was it bill paxton her dad in twister 
No, he was her oh, yeah, husband. He was the love interest. It was just some random. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. it was just some dude in a trucker hat. <laughs> oh, God. It was her dad. Yeah. Welcome to oh, Twister Cast. Yeah. Oh, f- are you kidding me? I would do Twister Cast. It's greenlit right now. <laughs> yeah. Green yeah, we do a podcast. We cover like what an episode for every minute of the movie Twister. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think we could pull that off. I think we could really bullshit through that. No, I absolutely think that's possible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, geez, should we talk about producers? I think we probably should. All right, that's fine. We got some producers to thank. Uh, starting with Ramon Balcom, thank you, thank you very much. Woo! Um. Thank you to Down Home Chicken Bacock. B- <laughs> that's my chicken now. Chick- chicken! Chicken! That's, how, that's the sound the chickens make. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Julia Dorner. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you to Han Toomey, the confused cyborg. I still don't know what that's a reference to. You can tell us. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not going to look it up. Um... <laughs> Ah, oh, geez. Thanks to Asking7. Thank you so much. Thanks to Joe, who I still haven't taken off this, although they pay for the month. So, like, it makes sense. Sure. No, you know? I'll, I'll allow uh, it. Joe, thank you very much. Thank you to Happy Ed. Uh, you're great. Thank you to the guy with the head. Mm. Thank you for that. I don't thank you to- feel like guy with the head needs to be bragging about having a single head. Like, if I... Well, like, I mean, it's the head, not a head. Yeah, we, so. yeah it's <laughs> it's the head. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, I could watch a Joe we, Pesci movie, and it promises me at least seven more heads in a convenient duffel bag. So, I yes, that's true. Let's see what's Although going bringing, on here. bringing up Joe Pesci, he is kind of the guy with the head, Joe Pesci. He feels like he's got, like, a the head. Yeah, he's yeah. Not, not that guy. Yeah. Very lemon head shit. Uh, yeah, he has yeah. a very distinct head. Yeah. His, he- his to- head looks like one of the Pep Boys' heads. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, special thanks to I Was Born to Stare, all caps. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the Bruce Tom, Springsteen song. Um, is, thank that, you to- wait, is that a Bruce Springsteen song? <laughs> no, it's not. Baby, we okay. were born to stare. There you go. Logan got it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, yeah okay that's fair. um thank you to tiger george pratt thompson uh raindrops keep falling on my head i'm not singing that yeah. uh thank you to chloe rice thanks to dan hackroyd thanks to thank the you, kool-aid man says fuck it use me to make a huge molotov and burn it all down comrades yeah a little bit of a name change a little there. bit of a name change yeah thanks to guy with a long name now you're really it, it's inappropriate being after the kool-aid man <laughs> All right. Well, what if the Kool-Aid man is the guy with the long name? He just double dips. That's cool. That's cool. That could be the yeah. that could be the case. Uh thanks to ET the extravagant terrestrial. Thank you. Thanks to Cody Johnson's time machine noise. Oh, always a pleasure. Mm, thanks to Pete Vorpagel. Thank you, Pete. And thank you to Glitterus. Glitterus! Glitterus! Oh. Very aggressive. Very aggressive. Okay. I don't know why we did that. <laughs> I don't know. We need to talk about the craft trail. We absolutely need to talk about the craft legacy. Okay. This. Um, I've <laughs> never what seen got. The Craft. So that's <gasps> one of my blind spots. So right before I watched this trailer, I watched the trailer for the original Craft. So I essentially watched this trailer twice. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I only saw um, The Craft for the first time recently. Yes, we showed it to you, Tom. It's uh, I grew up on The Craft. 
I had a lot of friends who were teenage girls when I was a teenager, and so I watched The Craft a lot. Uh, I didn't want to watch it a lot, but I did. Uh, it's it's fine. Um, I'm a little. Uh, I'm a we we talked about we knew David Duchovny was going to be in this movie. Yes, We're, we weren't surprised by, it. and we we guessed who he would be, and I think we kind of landed on well, he'd probably be the dad. Yeah, Can, uh, he wouldn't be the Skeet Ulrich character. No, probably uh, not. As I great just, as that, would although be. it would have been incredible to have him be a high school student. I just yeah. have to say, I feel bad for Michelle Monaghan because her back-to-back on-screen husbands had been Tom Cruise and David Duchovny. And can mm. you imagine being married to two more exhausting dudes than those guys? Yeah, that is that is brutal. Just, yeah, she, um, was, she, <laughs> she was also married to Woody Harrelson in True Detective. Oh, so it's just... Right. just God, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> this is she's bad. had a string of the most <laughs> exhausting dudes. Here's the thing. In the original craft, the parents don't factor into the Not the Not movie. really at all, yeah. So, like, why give us David Duchovny? Uh, I mean, why not? Because, if I mean, make him like the, the person running the witchcraft store. I mean, or he do, might like, be. Him, we don't know. He could turn out to be, like, the devil. He could turn out to be a major character in yeah. it. It's just... But, yeah, this this trailer, the fucking girls just want to have fun cover. Mm-hmm. I cannot um, my, wait my until we get to the era of when we start using new metal songs as this slowed yes. down creepy Because yeah. like I want <laughs> I want a remake of Basic Instinct or Fatal Attraction where they just slowly start saying like I did it all for Zanuki. <laughs> yeah. I need I need a super slowed down dramatic version of Static X, please. Exactly. One hundred <laughs> dumb as shit this is this is a new low if i uh, this is pretty me. stupid yeah. yeah yeah um and this is apparently not a, a remake it's a sequel it's they both show a, it's, a, it's like a, a soft polaroid reboot. well they show a polaroid of nancy uh which is weird yeah which is just it's just a frame from the right movie. it's just a, it's just a fucking still from the first movie yeah and like a scene and like a scene where i don't think you'd take a picture like I think it might be from the climax of the I think film. it's a, I think it's a scene where that nobody else is present for. Isn't it the scene yeah. where she's getting super gothed out? I can't remember. So, I don't know. All I know is that it doesn't make and like Right. It's I, like I it's like in, in Indiana Jones four where he has that frame photo of Sean Connery on his desk yes. and it's just the publicity still from Last Crusade. Yeah, oh it's perfect. It's mm, such a masterstroke. <laughs> but this I don't know. Just make a remake because they're using the same lines from the original. Yeah, and the same beats. Um, and the same beats, but they're specifically calling out the original as canon in this world. And it's like, so what the fuck? It's Dave. It's 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 it's, it's what the Holly it's what the Hollywood types love. It's the soft reboot because it is a remake, but they're also signaling to fans of the original. It's it's it's. They, they want to have their witch cake and eat their witch cake as well. They really do. It's like we watched um, the Charlie's Angels, the new one recently. And to our surprise, that is a part of the McG universe. It is. <laughs> Wait, what? It yeah. is. Yeah. Oh, my it's, God. They, they, it was they quite know, a surprise. Yeah. They that, is, show that is shocking. The actors. <laughs> yeah, they it, show it, the it previous was, Let me tell you, it was shocking. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. But again, it doesn't make sense because like it's a different infrastructure and like a different like it, it feels like a different world, but apparently it's not. I don't know. I don't know why they feel the need to do this. I think they're like Easter eggs now. Uh more than they are like connecting it yeah. in terms of what the if canon. that picture of the girl from the first one who I think is played by uh was it what's Fruza her name? Bulk. Yeah, it was Fruza Bulk. Fruza Bulk. Yeah. What if that's just like a photo she has in her house? Like it just came with like the frame and she's like, Oh, right. this is a nice picture. <laughs> it just throws away. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean it might as well. It might as well be that. Uh yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna watch the shit out of this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, no, we're probably gonna watch it on a Patreon night, are you kidding? Yeah. I can't watch I can't skip a movie where David Duchovny is playing a stepfather. There's just too much like that's going to be yeah. there. I need to see Partic- that happen. Like, <laughs> Particularly not when he's playing the stepfather of a witch. Yeah. It's yeah. just it needs to be seen. <laughs> yeah. There's the some, he has to, to there's something to that casting. So there I I suspect he's going to play into the climax of the movie somehow. Like it's going to be like a Witches of Eastwick reveal where he's like Jack Nicholson or some shit. I'm still really... Imagine David Duchovny as your stepfather, period. Done. Oh, it's great. Done. It's great, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he'd be a real like walking around with no shirt on stepfather, you know? Stashes of pornography uh, everywhere. Like there's like the kitchen like, table pornography. Oh yeah. There's the bedroom pornography. There's the backyard pornography. Just yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very oh, yeah, very he, very just like half heartedly hidden. It's just behind mm-hmm. one throw pillow on the couch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still bothered by this premise because they also like they do the casting too. They have the one um, the one black character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like, uh, like I don't know. That's it's like, is this a rule of the coven now? Uh, I think they were just going for casting the same type for each character. They were casting all the same types, yeah. yeah. And again, Although it, not, it, there's, uh, there doesn't really seem to be a Firuza Balk equivalent because she's such a distinctive-looking well, person, I guess. Yeah, they make like the new girl, um, who's what's her name from Empire Records in the original, uh, Robin Tunney, I believe. Yeah, they make her like the Feruza Bulk type in this, and then there's still like a Nev Campbell type as well. well mm-hmm. the, but like, the girl playing the new girl, or at least from the trailer, is from um, she's from uh, Battle at the El Royale. She plays like the younger sister of Dakota. Johnson, oh sure. And she's kind of crazy in that, so there's probably something there where she's going to get insane. I guess, or turn it to whatever Furuza Bolt's character was like in the first one. That might be where they're yeah. going. She gets she gets power crazy basically, and they have a big witch fight at the end. Yeah, and it's great. They just they got to pick a lane. That's all. I feel like they need to pick a lane. Uh, they need to either be a sequel or a remake. Uh, and it, like I know other movies try to do this too, but this more than ever is bothering me. I guess. It's more than other movies doing it. It's like the Superman Returns problem for me. Like, just that was just a weird, weird film, and I feel like this is going to have some of the same problems there. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the craft isn't a big enough property that they have to worry about this sort of thing. But then again, just make it a remake. I don't know. I don't know. Again, I'm still gonna watch it. Yeah, I mean, the craft. They they got you. So, yeah, they got me. But it it's is coming just, out it's just the month. same movie. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Streaming. It's it's coming to streaming. Yeah. This is Blumhouse? 
Mm-hmm. Is this Blumhouse? Yep. It is. Jesus. Um. All right. I don't know. Any other thoughts about the craft? Um. No. The magic looks uh, dumb. Yes, the magic. <laughs> looks dumb. <laughs> the magic looks worse than the original. I, yeah, they're just they 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 just like hand wave face paint onto each other. It's really strange. Yeah. I find it very awkward that the new girl would immediately get naked in front of her three brand new classmates and take a bath in front of yes. them on the first day. That just seems strange yes. to me. Like that was concerning. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, maybe. Also, have Ski Ulrich in there. Why not? <laughs> yeah, just make him a teacher. Who gives a shit? He, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Maybe they are in it. We don't know. That's true. They could be. Um. All right, next trailer. This is, um. if I'm pronouncing it right, Minari. Uh, this is uh, A24, right? Mm-hmm. This is Glenn. Yeah, Stephen mm-hmm. Wynn. Yeah, uh, and it's like a drama about... A family from Korea who 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 goes to America to become farmers, and that's pretty much it. That's that's drama enough. Uh, and I don't know. I'm excited for it. Yeah, it looks good. What do you guys think? Yeah, um, I think it looks good. This is one of those things fancy. that like. This is one of those things that's needed in terms of like diversity. Like it's like it's nice when you're casting stuff for like superheroes and stuff like that, but. If you really want to have better diversity in Hollywood, you need to have these quieter type of stories that really speak to like the actual experience that people of color have. So I just am mm-hmm. glad that this movie exists. So, and honestly, that little kid is like the most adorable thing I've seen on screen. Like he's killing oh, yeah. oh, that, that little kid's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah. Also, random There's acts also... of Will Patton just showing up out of nowhere with his Will Pattonness. So. <laughs> I, is uh, Will wait? Did Will Patton show up? He's in this? the Reverend, I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, is that Will Patton? I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's um. You gotta get a Will Patton in there. I feel like stories of like Asian culture and stuff has also been killing it lately, in terms of movies. So I d- I don't know. It's it it fits a pattern that I'm excited for. It's apparently yeah, everybody's saying it's really good. When is this coming out? Um, I don't think I didn't see a release date that I remember, but it's got a one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, um, with a lot of reviews. Uh it's yeah, there's no there's no release date yet, but it's probably gonna be in time for the Oscars. Uh I imagine, yeah. I assume it'll be, yeah, I assume it'll be streaming by the end of the year. Probably limited theatrical release. Uh, yeah, if people, I don't think people are, this trailer, I don't know if this trailer is very hyped. Yeah, I haven't seen it really taken off. But I will say, I'm yeah. really liking uh, Steven's uh, post-Walking Dead career. He's been making some really interesting choices. So, I Yeah, I still, I meant to watch the uh, the arson one. That I haven't seen yeah, yet. Yeah, I need to see that. I forget what the hell it was called, but yeah, I think it's literally called like burning or something. Um, something like that. I don't know. Good on him because Glenn was a very frustrating character. They all are. It's The Walking Dead. Yes, but he. I guess it's more that he was just in it for so long. Like when they when they bashed his head in, I was like, "You're free!" <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Uh, I mean, it was also pretty gross, but yeah. It's uh I don't know. He he did he was in Okja as well, right? He was. Yeah, yeah. 
sorry to bother you. He isn't sorry to bother you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got real like Radcliffe energy. Yeah. Where he's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to pick some weird shit. Yeah, and Burning is the other film. And then some indie stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This looks this looks good. Everybody's saying he's really good in it. So that's pretty that's pretty great. Yeah, um, no, I'm stoked for this movie. It looks good. Yeah. Okay. Do um, we have any other thoughts on this one? It's not again, it's not exciting. It's just looks really good. Yeah, it just looks like a really solid drama. Mm-hmm. All right. Then I'm gonna watch it and I'm gonna feel things in my let's soul. Move on to, let's move on to bigger and better things. Holiday. Holiday. <laughs> I hate this movie from the from the moment I heard the name because it's like it's not a thing. They're like, "Who's your holiday?" And oh, we're doing holidays. Right? Yeah, I got like, like extreme. That's not a thing. I got like extreme hall pass vibes from this, where they're like trying to sell us on this concept, and I'm just like, yeah. that is not a thing that people do." I have. And it's like, oh no, these two very attractive people. I have yeah. two pages oh, of they just, yeah. on this trailer. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. I have. Oh All right, well, my let's god. Hear it. Okay, so first off, uh, what is 13 seconds? 13 seconds is how long the trailer takes to put us with the premise that Emma Roberts is an unattractive, frumpy woman. Yes. Which no. Okay, so yeah. we're starting off. And who's that other? Who's the other? Who's her holiday? Her holiday is uh, Luke Brocky, who I still refuse to believe is a real human being. He was Johnny Utah uh, from the Point Break remake. Oh no! Which has he's just like a he's like a meaty scarecrow. When I see like he's just him, <laughs> I think of those articles where they say like, "Oh, this Instagram influencer is actually CGI." He looks like if you yeah. took. <laughs> Australia man and put him into an algorithm to create a dude. Like, yes, I refuse he's to see the Simone of <laughs> yes, yeah, 100%. Like I cannot see him existing in real life. Like if I saw him in the streets, I would just start running. Cause I thought I was in the matrix. Like, yeah, this is, this is a, but like, yeah, you put them together and they're like, oh, they can't get dates. And he's like a funny guy. Like, they're trying to make him like a funny guy. He is not. Like a dummy or something. And it's like, no, that's, this is, this is, it's an unbelievable trailer. It's, it's a 30 Rock spoof trailer. You know, like, it feels like a spoof. The holidays that they go on, because they do like a random montage, which are absolutely ridiculous. So, like, they start off with New Year's fine okay i understand having a date for new year's then they have one for saint patrick's day not a thing then they have a very quick one which i think they splice through because i think they might have realized it's it's racist but it looks like they're having a cinco de mayo day because he's wearing a sombrero and they're drinking tequila (laughs) and i paused it and just looked at that like what the fuck so Who's that for? There's no family events you're having at Cinco de Mayo if you're two, if you're Luke Rocky and fucking Emma Roberts. Wait. So wait, when's when's so the first one is St. Patrick's Day? First one's New Year's Eve. It looks like or Christmas because they start at Christmas and then it looks like they have New Year's Eve. Then it looks like they have St. Patrick's Day. Then it looks like uh, they have um, Cinco de Mayo. So what happened is they probably, I assume the way they're going to design this movie, because the whole thing is, uh uh-oh, they're growing to love each other. And again, they're both very fuckable human beings. I'm not sure why there's a problem. But I think the writers needed like a certain amount of holidays between New Year's and then the next year's New Year's, because I assume it's going to end where it began. 100%. Uh, 
Cause so I think they needed to shoehorn in a few holidays in the mix. They had the scene during 4th of July where he blows off his hand with a firecracker, which... Yep. Okay, so I know that, Dave, you don't really like sports. Jeff May, Adam Todd Brown, shout out. Mm. But um, mm. there's a football player named Jason Pierre-Paul who blew off his hand with a firework. Sure. They have pictures of it. His hand turned into a Ninja Turtle hand, pretty much. Luke Rocky right. comes home from the hospital after reattaching his finger, because they clearly said, do we find the finger? And is suddenly yeah. ready to mack it on with uh, Emma Roberts immediately, because they, quote, unquote, we touched hands. No. Yeah. Just, yeah, no. It's, uh, there's a lot of moments of this, of one character saying something like that to their funny friend. Like, I'm pretty sure they all have, they each have, like, their own funny friend, right? Yeah, his friend is uh, the guy from the Babysitter movies. Um, sure. Oh, so. yeah, that's, that is him. Yeah. Um, but I think, so, yeah, it's, they're, they're gonna go on a few holidays. By 4th of July, they touch hands. He or she falls in love with the other, right? And then there's a conflict. It's like, we're just holidays, damn it, uh, for some reason. And then I assume they have, like, the, the third act. They break up, and one of them brings another holiday, And maybe he shows up as the aunt's holiday or something like that. Uh, and so that's how the conflict comes out. And then they become, like, holla-engaged or, like, a holla-whatever, a yeah. holla-couple. Then they're going to have uh, to get holla-divorced. Yeah, eventually. And split up but their like, holla kids. I assume by like Christmas or New Year's they're going to... Because this is going to be a holiday film, so it's going to revolve around Christmas or New Year's. It's going to end with a save the date. Like, I would eat my own shoe if that's not how You're the right. movie ends. <laughs> it's it's going to end with, like, yeah, them getting married and other people bringing their holidays yeah. <laughs> to their marriage or something. What the fuck is up? So is the idea of a holiday, is the idea of a holiday that people, okay, I've never at a family gathering felt the need to have a date. That's not a date situation. Right. Like like a wedding. Really? Yeah. Really the only one is like a wedding or like Valentine's Day. Right. But like when you're at Christmas, people aren't like sack tapping you and going, where's your date? Yeah. You know, like that's not, people don't care. Uh, It's usually just you're with family. And like having a, uh, a like having someone you're in a relationship with on a holiday is actually an ordeal, right? Yeah, it's kind of awkward like, and weird. And they have to like abandon their family, or or maybe you know, or you have to introduce them, or it's yeah, it's it's it, it's weird. So it's not like an expected thing. And they act like her aunt has like, oh yeah, she has holidays, and it's like <laughs> her like maybe I should have holidays like my aunt. And it's just, it's a thing that doesn't exist and doesn't need to exist. I just realized and the whole movie's revolved that they around it. made him Australian just so they could lazily get around them never going to his family for holidays. Yes. yes. Holidays. Yeah, or holidays. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like if, if it's like if there was a film called Child Racer <laughs> and it was about people who are like, man, I need a child to race. Yeah, you really need to get a child to race, my friend. Yo, bro, you get that child to race yet? Oh, I finally got a child to race. And then it's a whole movie about like, yeah, look, child, you're only here for the races, the child races. And the kid's like, ah, yeah, I get it. I get our racket. We're, we're a child racing team. Like, that's what it is, right? It's It's a thing. 
that doesn't exist that the movie is completely around. What are the odds that they have an argument on Halloween holiday over a couple's costume? I could see that. Yeah. That's, I could, that's I could a pretty, put, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a sucker bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I think uh, I feel like we spent entirely too long talking about holidays. So let's move on. Yeah, I want to write a film called Child Race. <laughs> yeah, obviously now, we have to do Child Racer now, where we raise children, or I want to start Child Races, mm-hmm. where we raise children. Bet on it. Um, Vampires versus the Bronx. This yeah. is very clearly trying, uh, like this is be, like Attack or, the Block. Yes, Attack the Block. Uh, I don't hate it. No. I was um, excited until I saw the co the co-writer's filmography, and uh, now I am very worried. Um, so this guy co-wrote the Ugly Dolls movie, the Playmobil movie, sure. the upcoming Clifford the Big Red Dog, and the Settlers of Catan film, which has the most insane well, IMDb plot summary I've read in a while. I Here's what I would say, is that a lot of comedians have to write stuff like mm-hmm. that like the lego movie and, and you know like it's it's the thing where like it's definitely a um a route for comedians to be writing like or like like on, on ugly dolls it's uncredited so it was probably like um punching up the script um they also wrote something called age of sale which i'm may i'm way more concerned about uh whatever that is oh it's a short but yeah it is i don't know i i've learned that like um what's that movie um the green knight yeah oh yeah the the director of the green knight did pete's dragon sure uh and then also did um a ghost story uh and like goes kind of back and forth from like weird kids things so i don't know my point is that like who the fuck knows with this anymore? Um, it looks fun. Like, yeah, like I said, he kind of has... I'm not too excited about his movie, but just the trailer itself looked really fun. So I'm not going to hold getting a paycheck against the guy. Because sure. go get paid, buddy. Yeah, go get paid. Yeah, you know, George Miller did Babe and Happy Feet. Uh, it's I haven't seen the... the, the what, which I one like is the, it? I the like Playmobil that you referred movie? to the uh, multi-Oscar-nominated film Babe as as George Miller slumming it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I mean, it's great. Those movies are fantastic. Well, what I was just saying, what I was just saying is, I haven't seen the Playmobil movie or Ugly Dolls. Maybe those are actually good movies. Um, uh, I, I'll never find out. No, I, no we will never know the answer to that question. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know. This trailer, it feels a little forced, but yeah. I still want to watch it. I'm, I'll, I'll probably still watch it, but I was more excited about this movie before I saw the trailer. The trailer made me less excited for it, um, I, just because none of the jokes really land yeah, for me. I just hope that they complete the rest of the vampire in the New York boroughs cycle because they've got vampire in mm-hmm. brooklyn and brooklyn now yeah. they've got Bronx. then they just we need, need what it. like manhattan yeah <laughs> yeah no they definitely need to do that uh immediately mauling in manhattan on has to be a movie on sci-fi <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> <laughs> oh 
to see that so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This Fucking is um, Long Island Dracula. Yeah, Long Island Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sucking your neck. Uh, I'm floating here. Floating here. Oh, oh, my God. I'm a bat over here. Uh, he's just wearing sunglasses. He, he doesn't change his wardrobe. He just has like an AT shirt and just like a huge chain the entire film. Like, yeah. Oh, oh man. yeah. I need to see this. Uh, the director did a lot of SNL. Yeah, okay. um, Lord Michaels a is lot a of comedy. Of this, I think. Yeah, so. a lot of funnier die, um, and then just a bunch of jobs. So I don't know. Yeah, it's um, oh, it's on Netflix. So Ooh, there's yeah. that. It comes out in four hours. So really? yeah, it comes out oh, tomorrow shit. or the second. So. Well, then the day people are listening. Yeah, so this, this. Is on, this is on Netflix today, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe it's great. Yeah, you can yeah, we'll listen find and then out. call us idiots out. while you're watching it forever doubting how great it was. Yeah, the people listening to this um, would know more about it yeah. than us. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's uh, whatever, man. <laughs> I don't know. It looks fine. I am. I'm in the Tom camp where it's like it sounds really good. Then you watch the trailer and you're like, I don't know. Maybe this is a bad trailer. Um, but it's yeah, not. that's entirely possible. I like some yeah. of the cast. Like I like Chris Red. Um, I oh, don't yeah, know sure. what Kid Marrow is doing in there because that's going to be hilarious. And um, mm-hmm. Sarah Gadon was in there, and she's always solid. Um, she Sarah Gadon's the. Um, wife and enemy and she's on Letterkenny. She plays the uh, white woman that they're talking about at the beginning so I'm guessing she has a bigger part later on. But yeah. So. Cool. Alright. That's that's all promising. I mean uh, then we got our next trailer. Oh yeah for sure. We uh, already talked about this. Yeah uh, this is a new trailer. It is. Yes. (laughs) And we've been wondering where where we're at with this movie and it turns out it's not out yet no it's coming uh, to it's coming to streaming and blu-ray in the states in november i believe it's been out for okay. a while apparently elsewhere this movie is insane and the story behind you it probably is mention, crazy. it's iron mask for people wondering the trailer is for iron mask yeah. yes this is the jackie chan movie where he there are dragons and also arnold schwarzenegger for probably yeah, 10 I'm minutes li- <laughs> right for yeah. obviously just the opening sequence in the tower yeah. but still he's there <laughs> I'm a little uncomfortable with Jason Fleming as a main character. Not only as a main character, yeah. but this is a sequel? Whoa, okay, really? Okay, so here's the story. This is actually called V, is the original movie, and this one is called V2, The Journey to China, and the main characters in the first film are Jason Fleming and Charles Dance, and it's about a cartography guy exploring new areas and the first one's kind of a horror movie so huh i have no fucking clue what this is what's going on here this is just really insane like go read the wiki on this there's so many strange details in there it was the highest grossing opening in russian uh cinematic history like yeah there's some strange stuff i I have i have more problems is that i just realized arnold schwarzenegger's character is named uh, James Hook. Oh, God. He's not like... <laughs> he's not like 
the James Hook, is he? Uh, I kind of hope so. There's also a character named Peter in it. There's a character named Peter. So, I I mean... I can't wait to watch this the way it was meant to be watched at 2 a.m. on a Friday night, just seeing the fight scenes on YouTube and none of the plot. Yes. I will say it's pretty well, sweet to get a Chinese version of a dragon, though, because usually we just get, like, the uh, European kind. So that's cool. But, right. oof. Jason Fleming. I'm curious. Is, is Jackie <laughs> He's also Chin... a top build. I, I, He's look, the main I character. He is the Iron Mask. Yeah. Oh, also, he clearly gets rid of that fucking mask in, like, ten minutes, right? Like, they have that dramatic drop-down of yeah. the mask in the trailer. They just did that so they didn't have to call it journey into china so yeah yeah. i love jason fleming there's nothing wrong with jason fleming he's just i don't see him i don't know how long i could follow right it's just it's it's weird to have jason fleming be the main character in a movie that stars jackie chan and arnold schwarzenegger he he fits best as like the sinister coachman to ian holm yes (laughs) right you know feeding Uh, like feeding him sex workers on the streets of london yeah like he needs he needs that kind of role or like a Guy Ritchie uh, character, mm-hmm. but like all right here everybody Jason Fleming leading leading it and in the background we got Jackie Chan and Schwarzenegger but don't and Rudger Hauer and like and Charles Dance but don't worry about them because we got Jason Fleming here right right leading leading the film it's just I don't know man it's a decision. It's a decision. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Is this going to have martial arts? Is this going to have Jackie Tan? Is he still fighting people? Uh, A little bit. Okay, good. I'm pretty sure he's got the Schwarzenegger thing where he's gone in the first 10 minutes. Because, like, in the trailer, he's like, give this amulet to my daughter. And then I'm assuming that's when he dies. And there's probably just... Yeah, it's... It's for sure they're going to be locked in the same tower and Jackie's going to do a prison break and end up busting them both out. And then, yeah, he'll either die or have to go his own way or something. All I know is he better better stay strong and have enough fuel in him for the upcoming and announced Shanghai Dawn Mm -hmm. because that's all that matters to me. Wait, is that... Are you serious? Oh, yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. That's the horizon we're steering towards. It's Shanghai you know Dawn. You know who's attached to it? This is a bummer. Well, not a bummer, Anyone? but confusing. Anyone attached The director to it? of Napoleon Dynamite. Sure. Yeah. Is writing and directing Shanghai Dawn. Why not? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I'm so excited. Why not Jared Hess? Yeah. Has he done Fuck anything it. since Nacho Libre? <laughs> Yeah, He's done he some did. Stuff, yeah. Oh man, he did one with Sam Rockwell that I forget the name of, and he did that that one that Masterminds movie with Galifianakis and uh, Kristen Wiig. Oh wow! Yes. Yeah, I forgot um, that existed. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, fuck it. Man. Well, I mean, if you want to get someone to capture Jackie Chan's action, then you know Napoleon Dynamite director is who you go with. Exactly. So. <laughs> That's exactly it. I don't know. This is this is all way more exciting than Iron Mask. Iron Mask does feel like I don't know. I I, I want to watch it, but I have a feeling it's not going to be as fun as it could be. 
The thing that bothered me the most about the trailer is the logo was a thought that I know I've seen in another movie, and I just can't figure it out. This movie is just Probably. constant pieces that just bother me throughout. Like, the Jason Fleming of it mm-hmm. all. The Arnold Schwarzenegger not going to be <laughs> in it. Just, like, it's just microaggressions throughout the entire viewing of this trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fucking League of Extraordinary Gentlemen's Jason Fleming oh, constitutes God. a microaggression. <laughs> <laughs> he made Sean oh, Connery no. quit acting. That movie yeah. was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it up. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Um, let's move on. All right. Um, the Wolf of Snow Hollow is our next trailer. This must have been filmed a while ago because there's Robert Forster in it. It is, and he is dead. He is dead. Uh, But this looks—I don't know. This looks pretty great. Uh, I'm actually into this. Yeah. Yeah. This was. This might have was a contender for a movie that deserved more hype, but it's getting buzz. So, uh, it's not that. Um, It's coming out uh, October 9th. Okay. Yeah. So I'm pretty fucking stoked for this. It's fucking. It's Fargo, but a werewolf. Exactly. I was just about to say that. It's Fargo (laughs) with a werewolf. Yeah. yeah, and like, you can't say no to that. This guy directed a really terrific short film called The Robbery that you can watch on uh, Vimeo. And like, just mm-hmm. um, oh. watching that and watching this trailer, I like the trailer, but I think the movie is going to be even better when you watch it without like the editing that the trailer goes on. Because I think like his type of humor needs to have room to breathe while you're actually viewing it. So I'm actually really excited to see how it takes off. Like it kind of reminded me of the Freaky trailer, where I think once you're immersed and like actually watching the thing, it's probably going to play off a little better than what you're getting in right. the trailer. So I'm even more hyped for it than before. But I would say that even the trailer, yeah, good. no, the yeah, trailer's really uh... great. But just like, yeah, just knowing his style, like I know it's probably even going to be better than I'm hoping for. So and he did another mm-hmm. movie called Thunder Road that I've been meaning to watch. That, has yeah, great yeah. Reviews, so, yeah, yeah. That's been on my list too. Man, I should check out that short too. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Jim Cummings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, people. If you haven't watched the Wolf of Snow Hollow trailer, start with that. Uh, again, werewolf, werewolf, werewolf Fargo. in Fargo. Yeah, it's it looks great. Yeah. There's another werewolf movie coming out, and I thought I talked about it on more hype, and I forget what it is. It's a werewolf revenge movie, where a lady gets revenge as a werewolf. So you I know. mean, if you're gonna get revenge, doing it as a werewolf is a pretty solid way to make sure it gets done. Yeah, why not? Yeah. It definitely, yeah, it gets. You done. you remove a lot of obstacles by introducing a werewolf into that equation. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I have nothing else to say about this except it looks really good. It looks good. fucking rad. This might be the most excited I am uh, as yeah. far as trailers on here. Yeah, this is probably yeah. my most well, hyped for any of the Halloween horror-themed trailers we've been looking at. This is, yeah, yeah, this is yeah. maximum hype. There's Max an, hype. There's another one I wanted to bring up real quickly. I don't know that we ever talked about it, but uh, Logan mentioned uh, Chris Red, who is in a movie called Scare Me that's on Shudder right now. Um, I'll probably watch it after we. That's uh, the um. Is that the one about the people in the cabin? They're in a cabin and they're in a telling each other scary stories and it. Escalates. I was gonna. Pu- yeah, I was gonna put that on uh, more hype. It looks really good. Yeah, it's got. Uh, it's got uh, Stormfront. Um, uh, Stormfront. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's killing it in the boys? She's so uh, good. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm yeah, checking that, this that out. Looks really good. Chris Red and Aya Cash is all I need to be sold on this movie. Like, yeah. 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 And the 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 guy who's also the writer director is is from College Humor, but I forget his name. Uh, uh, I apologize yeah. to whoever that guy is. It looks really fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's gonna be this is gonna be a great month for horror, including yeah, a, the next there's a trailer. Lot of stuff coming up. Oh yeah, this one looks great. Yeah, this was another contender for more hype, and then it got a lot. It got enough buzz that I was like, "Ah, fuck it." His house. Mm. This is about immigrants um, who in the, are in the like, UK. In the UK. In the UK, and they uh, are living in you know the house that's been given to them, and they can't really make waves. And that house is fucking haunted. Yeah, it's haunted as fuck. And it's like creepy haunted, like like real well done haunted. Yeah, this movie like, has random acts of Matt Smith also just popping up yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> yes. Smith just peeks up fucking, in there. Yeah. They needed like they needed like a kind of not sinister, but like irritating, like just uh, they needed someone to be the white guy. The really mm-hmm. white guy. And they got Matt Smith, and that works perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really and... interested in this because this is not typically the type of stuff that you see like with British-based horror movie. Like, I can't really think of like a modern haunted house type vibe like this. So, yeah, and the added element of having the couple be immigrants, so they it's like part of their naturalization is they have to quote unquote behave themselves. It so, works so well. Yeah, so they can't like tell anybody that there's some there's, fucking weird shit going on in this house. Every horror movie has the one hurdle, which is. Why don't they tell people? Oh, yeah, why don't they just um, leave? Yeah. Why don't they leave? And in this one, it's they can't. Yeah. Uh, they've they've come from a terrible situation. They can't blow it. They need to be in this house, uh, and it's fucking haunted. Um, the uh, wife is on Lovecraft Country. I knew I recognized mm-hmm. her. Yeah, she's the she's the sister. Oh, if you're not caught up with Lovecraft Country, she has. All right, she has stuff. Stuff happens with her. That's all. It's, <laughs> it's she has interesting times. Uh, so yeah, kind of. A, she's she's great. Kind of a new director too. Like I was trying to see if he had done anything else, and just I didn't really recognize anything. So pretty excited for that aspect. Like always nice to mm-hmm. see new voices. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh yeah, it's it's a it's a fairly first timer, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really cool. There's uh I don't know, there's a lot to love here. It's very there's a lot of um like uh, visuals to this that really makes it stand out. So people should definitely um like check out the trailer if you like horror. Like the the parts where there's like you can see, sort of see people in the walls and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, some real freaky shit. Mm-hmm. Uh it's great. I'm excited for this one. Yes. Uh it comes out October 30th. Mhm. Um All right, well, final I think trailer on, uh, on Netflix, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Netflix. Final trailer. This dropped today. This is the trailer for Borat 2. Mhm. <laughs> or what is it uh, called? Borat um shit. Borat shit. Borat <laughs> shit. No, they had like um, a they had a different title for it. Like, oh, sec- like second attempt or something. I don't know. I don't know. Um, this is coming on Amazon right before election. 
it's it's clearly uh, <clears throat> shot during the pandemic. Borat subsequent um, movie film. Okay. Yeah. They answer a question I had, which was, what um, are they going to do about the fact that everybody fucking knows who Borat is? And they answer it. He's just in other disguises. Yeah. And they, so they, they just write it off as him being famous from his first movie, which is uh, true. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> and there was, all this, there was all this news about a Trump impersonator walking on a Mike Pence Yep. speech and now we know who that now was. we know it was uh sasha baron cohen yeah um he managed to the remarkable thing about this movie is he managed to film it entirely without anybody knowing he was doing it uh yeah. and then just last month uh I, like end of august beginning of september the rumor started going around like no he's got a finished borat movie and he's already screening it a complete movie for right. different studios because people were like oh there's borat sightings he's at it again and it's like turns out He's all, he's just, those were probably pickups. Like yeah. he's done. He's finished. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, what are you guys thoughts on the Borat movie? Pro? Well, I would spell against? it B-O-R-E-A-T-2. Because this was kind of boring. Oh, man. Nice. Spicy take. Yeah. Just. I mean, I realize that you're not going to show the best Borat stuff like in the trailer, and it's probably going to be a little funnier while you're watching it, but I don't know. It's just, I don't feel like I need this right now. Like, it just... Here's... Yeah. Like, I kind of could not, not even I'm watch not... a Showtime show. Like, it just was, like, a little exhausting at this point. So, I, I don't know. Like, obviously, if people want to watch it, that's fine, but it's just, like, I don't know. I'm a little tired of this... Bit. I thought really. Who's America was um, better than I thought it was. I never finished it. Sasha Baron Cohen, like, I'm really appreciating him as an actor right now. Uh, he's killing it. Yeah. Sure. He did He did The Spy. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? He's going to be in that other show. The Trial the, of the Chicago the, 7. It's a movie, not a, not a yeah, show. Yeah, that movie. Um, Who's America was fine, but, like, I'm sort of in the same like I when I saw Borat I saw it way later than other people. So um I you know I had heard people do the impressions and stuff so it really didn't work on me the movie. It was very awkward. Uh and and then he proved to be a very good actor. Yeah, I'm just And then more and then I don't know, Borat 2 it does feel like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's been super politically outspoken the past couple of years so and i'm i think that's uh right has to be a big reason why he decided to bring this particular character back because kind of the point of the character was to sort was to really expose uh, uh prejudice in america yeah specifically um it like that's, I'm yeah. sure he has stuff to say. Who's America was very significant because it was like, I liked that he he gave, I you know what I liked in Who is America is that he would do liberal stereotypes and give conservatives a chance to like dunk on him, um, uh, and like he sort of, I, it's more just like I'm not sure what what the purpose of it is a lot of the times. It's just very, he he can do very funny stuff. But it always feels like you come out of it not feeling like anything has been resolved or said. 
Yeah, I kind of feel like what you were saying earlier. Like, I've been more impressed with his dramatic stuff, but I and I kind of wish he would just start to lean in more to that and put more of his energy on that. So, like I said, it's a Borat trailer. They're not going to give you the best bits, and it's clearly not going to hit the same. It's kind of like when you get a Jackass trailer. So, I'm probably going to watch this, and I will definitely laugh, because, you know, I'm not a robot. But, uh, yeah, it's just... I don't know if this is one of those things where it's maybe the time has passed on it, or maybe it's just the right time and I'm just a little burnt out or something. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm excited for it. Uh, when does this come out? October 23rd, I believe. Okay. Mm, oh, okay. Um, his his whole the whole point of getting this filmed this year and kind of put out within two months of it being completed is he wants it to be out before the election. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Excuse me. It feels like he was tripped up by the um, quarantine. The virus? A little bit, but it looks like like he's talking about that as well in the movie. So He is, but it's one of those things like every movie needs to talk about it or every show, every there's a quarantine episode and it it, it like, I I don't know if it works well because it's like this thing where like the bit where he's like trying to hurt the virus and he's just in this guy's house and it feels like that was very like him like shit, we have a quarantine. Okay, Uh, plan B. Like I'm sure like it feels like it's not it's not going to be the thing he wanted to put out. I don't know. Because of the quarantine. Yeah, it's obviously not his exact vision, but it looks like he's still got a lot in there. And then yeah. in that bit, he does ask, you know, he, he does get out the, the thing. So what's more dangerous, the virus or Democrats? And they say Democrats. Right. So it's like he's clearly going at it from that angle. Yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming the fact that the uh, conventions got canceled is probably what really screwed him over. Because it seems like yeah. with what you pointed out about the uh, Pence thing like that just seems like probably what his wheelhouse was going to be for this but then it just got upended. Yeah. because i think that's what made who is america powerful is that he had interviews with people who were kind of high up um and i guess i i just don't need him walking around middle america making fun of how racist people are because it's just like i don't know if there's anything to learn from that uh I, I, it's more, it's better when it's like him v. Mike Pence. Yeah, that was. What... Or like showing these people that are idolized and showing like, no, these people are fucking clowns. Yeah, that's my main concern yeah. with the whole thing. Like, just, it's, like you said, like, we've seen that enough with just, yeah, racist or racist. So, yeah, I'm hoping that there's some differences there that are enough to make this worth watching. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll see. But yeah, I, I'm not against it. I just, I definitely feel the fatigue that you're describing. Yeah. Which is like, uh, I need, I need this to mean something. Uh, and I won't know that unless I watch it. Uh, so I don't know, man. I want to watch the spy again though. That was fucking great. Yeah. I need to check that out. No, I didn't. I, I, one of a hundred shows that are on my list i'm bad about watching tv he's incredible in the spy that's a great show um um let's move on all right that's the final trailer trailers yeah so before we get to news stories we got some more patrons to thank 
such as thanks for having Jason Pargin on. Here's 25 bucks. Woo. Thank you very much. Thank you to the Midnight Patron. What patrons at midnight? Thank you. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you to Andrew. Andrew, how, how? Thank you. Thank you to Vincent. Uh, thank you to Rev MD. Thank you to John Munez, Johnny Mune. Thank you to Wavy Rancheros. Uh, thank you to Mr. DNA. Tom, Mr. why don't DNA. you take over? Okay. Uh, thanks to Lauren Gucci. Uh, thanks mm. to Bootler Bootlison. Thank you to Grumblebee. Thank Grumblebee. You to, thank you to Tux. Tux. Thanks to Shepard Mulch Diggums. Thanks to Mulch. Norm from Cheers. Norm. Thanks to Davey Francis. Thank you. Thanks to Space McNulty. Thank you. Thank you to Hiram. Hiram. And thank you to, oh, great, it's that guy. Woo. All right, let's get into the news stories this week. Yeah. Oh, good news, everyone. They're making a live-action sequel to The Lion King. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 from Barry Jenkins, the director of Moonlight. Yes, so I would love sure. for Barry Jenkins to direct something that isn't this. That isn't a Lion King sequel. <laughs> he made I'm Moonlight. Great fucking film. <laughs> sure. Um, okay, so here's my issue with this. Um, Barry Jenkins is kind of a workman's director. Like He consistently puts out stuff every two years. So this isn't like a situation where we're getting like one of those art house directors where they just do a project every seven years and we're taking them off the table. Before this comes out, he's directing an entire uh, Amazon series for the Underground Railroad. So it's like 10 episodes. So we're going to have a lot yes. of Barry Jenkins work in the lead up to this. So I don't feel like he's really just like going away. So I don't think that it's as bad as like sometimes when it's like, okay, this is going to take up four years of a director's life and we're just never going to get any stuff from them in the meantime. Cause he's uh, also got a uh, that said, couple of movies that he's writing in between this two. So, mm. okay. Because yeah, he doesn't have that many credits, Yeah, but he does have a few, um, he has a movie called Flint Strong that he's writing in pre-production. Um, so yeah, that would that's be that's going to be kind of interesting. Yeah, it's about yeah. So the, the um, it's about Chris uh, uh, Shields. She's a female boxer. Uh, she won like a couple of gold medals and stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. pretty excited for that movie. But yeah, yeah, I don't think he's directing. I think he's just writing that. Yeah, the next credit he has is the Underground Show, which is on Amazon. I want to say. So. Yeah, yeah. and a bunch of uh, they they just released a bunch of images from that this week. Yeah, uh, the cast yeah and that's that going to be cool too. So. Yeah, still doesn't um, make me feel good about yeah, Lion King. I mean, I, I'm I, glad I, he's getting paid. Sure. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, he could get paid. Give him a Marvel film. Also, then. give him a superhero. I'm kind of interested in the plot setup for this. Do you guys read that? Or isn't it like a Mufasa prequel or There's something terrible like that? Of prequel Mufasa thrown in there, so it's essentially like The Godfather Two. <laughs> so yeah, you're gonna be having just like Mufasa's rise interspliced with Simba's rise. So don't know. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> Man, 
<laughs> I'm not. There's there's very there's. Why don't they just do a remake of Simba's Pride? Fuck it. Sure. Um, I don't know, man. That Lion King movie was god awful. Yeah, uh, and these Disney it. live action. It's it's the worst of the live action remakes. I think it's extremely bad. It's, it's so. It's just the the cynicism. I mean, these are all the live action remakes are just the most nakedly cynical things ever. Uh, but the cynicism is just so on display in the live. Yeah, because it's game. it's John Favreau. Like, like you, you can feel them. Timon being Fredo in this thing and having <laughs> Simba order a hit on him. During the ending, I credits, mean, so it could happen. That pa- version, that <laughs> version him out would to be the great. middle of the watering hole and shoot him in the back of the head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that that version would be fantastic. But what we're gonna get is something just s- probably soulless. I don't know. Um, that man, that remember, I just can't wait to be king in the remake. Yeah, it's one of the most depressing things because. Like a side by side comparison of like the cartoon one where it's so colorful and, the, and there's and so the, much happening and the characters are so expressive. Yes, is the other and for thing. some <laughs> reason they decided to make them like accurate to animals. So like they don't make any expressions, they don't dance, they just sort of trot uh, in like in like shapes maybe at best. It's man, it's a real bummer. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's on Disney Plus, Logan, if you happen to have Disney Plus now. So you can just watch a scene or two from that and see what a huge piece of shit it is. Oh, I have it's Disney really Plus. Bad. I just don't have any interest of watching it. Yeah, that's okay, just yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, what you should what you should watch is Mufasa's death sequence. <laughs> yes, oh, it's hilarious. Let me tell you, it's the most unexpectedly hilarious thing is to see a, a photorealistic lion screaming with James Earl Jones's voice screaming like a man ah! <laughs> okay. and then a smash zoom on a photorealistic lion cub's face doing a little shitty like cat face uh screaming yeah. like a little boy it is they did no! not mean for it to be funny and it is the funniest moment of 2019 okay, that scene I do need to watch yeah I will 100% yeah. be checking it's, that after this it's so bad the movie the movie goes from like hilarious to shocking to extremely boring when they do can you feel the love tonight and they make the sequence during the day and it's like why this is the easiest do thing. Yeah, the, it's the easiest thing. Do they do the uncomfortable Nala thirsty face? No, they don't. Oh. No, because they don't have expressions. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have expressions. It's like watching puppeted stuffed animals. Uh, it's again, it's hilarious, or uh, at the at best, it's hilarious. Um, often it's shocking or just boring. So, like that's what it is. Is that like John Favreau is a great director. And whatever they did to him when that was made. So, like, I'm glad Moonlight, I'm glad Barry Jenkins is going to get money that he'll hopefully use to pursue projects he's interested in. But I'm not excited for this movie in any way. I feel like... I will never watch this movie. I feel like they really kind of revved up on this one just because of COVID, because this would be the easiest of their next yeah. projects to oh, do yeah. just because of the animation aspect on there so yeah. yeah there really doesn't feel like a lot of passion behind it so no, no. <laughs> um all right other story other story they're uh speaking of the godfather they're making a 
a movie about the making of The Godfather with I- Oscar Isaac as Francis Ford Coppola and Jake Gyllenhaal as Robert Evans. Not our Robert Evans. Sure. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, I would have preferred that. That Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's called Francis and the Godfather. Sure. I'll watch this thing. Yeah. Is this the most boring Francis Ford Coppola movie to do this on? Because, like, the behind the scenes of Apocalypse Now or Dracula or even Jack are probably way crazier than this. Like, <laughs> behind the scenes of Jack is what I want to see. Yeah. yeah. Give me that. Give me that. Give well, me that goddamn movie. I mean, they had to, like, deal with the mafia in this and making true. this movie. Yeah. I am kind of. <clears throat> movies about the making of movies tend to suck mm-hmm. uh unless it's like ed wood or it's there's something unique about it or it's they make it up like what the movie is but like um like that hitchcock movie was kind of boring and then <clears throat> they're also doing a making of citizen kane right david fincher that's, is that's that is probably hitting netflix incredibly soon it's called mank mank yeah and so the fact that it's fincher <clears throat> makes me very happy but like I think that's well it's about otherwise it's about yeah it's about mankowitz yeah. it's about the dispute over the screenwriting credit for citizen uh, kane okay. specifically yeah it's generally though movies are boring my worry uh, with like the making of movies it's such a beloved film i think that this is going to be too enamored with it like i don't think we're gonna get like the gritty like weird details as much as I don't this know. is just going to be like a love letter to how cool the godfather is yeah robert evans yeah. the producer was a quite a yes, character was i mean he was, he was do, a legit maniac yeah yeah he did some pretty impressive things and he's probably a monster i'm just oh, guessing 100%. um like him dealing with <clears throat> the making of rosemary's baby and basically making is it sinatra like kind of telling sinatra to fuck himself uh, there's there's a lot there. He's he's that he's the old school producer that we all picture when we imagine producers. So yeah, he's the Jake guy. Gyllenhaal. Really, Jake Gyllenhaaling it up as Robert Evans is a very exciting thing. Yeah, in my head. and they'll be able to go nuts because Robert Evans is has passed. He's dead. Yes, and then Oscar Isaac as Coppola is perfect in my head. Like watching uh, Heart of Darkness and watching Coppola, like Oscar Isaac is gonna kill it as him so like i don't know this is mostly just about watching this is another one that's going to probably get like because the academy awards love rewarding movies about making movies so yeah i can see this and make becoming nominees easily yeah 100 percent uh they should shadow the vampire it up and and put vampires yes god i gotta watch shadow the vampire again willem dafoe and John Malkovich, I didn't. I don't. I didn't like that movie, but I really liked the idea of it. It grew from up the in. director. Like, yeah, <laughs> director of Begotten, a film no one's seen that I still to this day don't understand how he went from Begotten to Shadow of the Vampire. Begotten is a. Uh, 1989 black and white film that is yes. unwatchable. Yeah, and it's it's just it's like an hour long, and it's full of uh really hideous imagery. Like, yep. You guys remember? Uh, like, maybe it was maybe like two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. There was uh one of the endless Twitter memes going around where people are like, 
share an image from a horror movie that uh yeah elijah wood elijah wood tweeted a picture from begotten (laughs) i mean it is i watched that movie exactly once and it gave me a headache uh and that director went from begotten to several marilyn manson music videos sure uh then to shadow of the vampire yeah no that's his aesthetic yeah i mean but like in like a decade someone was giving him willem dafoe and john malkovich he also did something called Suspect Zero, which I've seen, and I kind of need to watch now. It's got Aaron Eckhart and Ben Kingsley in it. So. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay. Director of Begotten. Sure. Yeah. Um, I forget what we were talking about. The Godfather? The Godfather. Yeah. How did we get there? Shadow, Shadow of the Vampire, Vampire, man. Yeah, we were talking about movies of making of movies. Right. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find. We don't know who's directing this, right? We just we know little about it. So, what if Coppola directs it? What if? <laughs> I mean, fuck it. He's still making yeah. things. Might as well make this. Yeah, why wouldn't he make um, this movie? Yeah, why not? Uh, all right. Final story is uh, Jamie Fox is returning as Electro. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I laughed for like a good 30 seconds when I read that headline. This, yeah, this, I I get this. I get it. Because this is part of a new trend, right? I guess. Explain. Like Brendan Routh showing up as Superman, um, the Suicide Squad remake. We're learning that just because you make a bad movie doesn't mean you punish the casting director like we're we've been doing do-overs now as a movie we've and it's a very depressing idea that we're now at the do-over stage of superheroes yeah but we are so since both spider-man or since both marvel and dc are introducing like multiverse ideas they're just like fuck it Oh, we made a bad Suicide Squad. Okay, let's let's do it again. Should we should we recast it? Nah. Is it going to be in the same world? No. So like it's like yeah, fuck it. Jamie Fox. We really liked him as Electro. Too bad he was in a bad movie. All right, let's just do it again. The thing is, the no real one crime liked here his is Electro though. <laughs> yeah, his Electro wasn't very good. Um, no, it was not. <laughs> no, so the the real crime here is that they're not paying off that cliffhanger at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2 and bringing back fucking Paul Giamatti as Rhino. <laughs> hey, we don't know. Maybe. Oh, man. I can't do no, it. No, we're just... We're playing it real fast and loose with superhero films now. It's it, We've hit that stage, right? Where it's just meta on top of meta. Sure. Until it all collapses into itself. What would you give if Paul Giamatti just shows up in the new Spider-Man movie out of nowhere? Just like Jonah did I'd give, I'd give, give my amazing. life. Yeah, I give my entire what life, my life for you. Bold choices I would, by Paul. For I would that buy role. <laughs> every every. My I would buy you, every Paul seat Giamatti. in the theater. I would buy every seat in the theater. <laughs> oh. Put him back in that goddamn rhino suit. Change nothing. Mm-mm. We um, <clears throat> we should watch that movie, Tom. Yeah, for Friday. Sure. Yeah, uh, I've only seen it the one time, and I remember it being bonkers. I remember it being, uh, I, I think I did a Cracked article about 
how it's no different than Batman and Robin in terms of like villains. Because there's like the green one, there's the blue one doing puns. There's uh, and then there's like the brute. Yeah, uh, I that's think true. there were more. I think there were more comparisons along the line. I forget what it was, but that movie is terrible. I, and I can't I wait can to watch it again. I can barely remember a single detail about it. I yeah. just remember that well, when he webs for Gwen, the web turns into a hand. Into a hand. <laughs> what a piece of shit movie. <laughs> really? It turns into a hand? You don't remember that? No. Tom? Reaching out. A hand reaching out. Oh, at it is a oh that's it's dumb. Art. It's, 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 sim- it's poetry. <laughs> that is Tom. dumb. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> Don't make it a hand. You remember that Electro sings the spider, the old Spider-Man theme? Nope, I didn't. Using remember that. electricity? Yep. Nope. That is a thing that happened. <laughs> you remember that Electro becomes Electro because he falls into a vat of electric eels? That I remember. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I remember. Perfect I remember film. his boss is B.J. Novak. Sure. Who is supposed to be Alistair Smythe. I forgot about oh my God. Back being in that film. Oh my God. Oh, hell yeah. That's, that was the thing that happened. Yeah. Oof. Oh. Yeah. So I guess we're going to get Jamie Foxx's Electro again. Uh, sure. Maybe it's Jamie Foxx came to them and he's like, I know I can do this. And they're like, fuck it. You're Jamie Foxx. So the answer is yes. If we're doing this trend, the only one I'm kind of interested in is I would not Jason Momoa having another crack at Conan on the new show that they're doing. For sure, oh, for sure, yeah. Because he was fine. I don't think that movie was just ass, though. Like, yeah, that, I that think... movie is very bo- like. How do you take Jason Momoa's Conan? Uh, st- oh shit, what's his name? Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang as an evil wizard and make it boring and stupid. So boring. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I think the trend is only in superheroes. I think the superhero genre is currently collapsing in on itself. Uh, and not in a necessarily a bad way. But I think it's just... it's. Well, we figured out we can do multiverses and people don't yeah, mind. Re- yeah. Reality is un- is unfolding. It's, it's, it's all coming apart. Um, the moment J. Jonah Jameson showed up in it, they got... Yeah. Um, yeah. Like... Fuck it. it may be falling apart, I mean, but it's, not before they give Zack Snyder seventy million dollars, maybe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> shit. Jesus Christ. I would be real. Yeah. I. I would be real uh, hesitant on accepting a lot of those stories. Uh, a lot of the trades are running a, a ahead with stuff that's not necessarily been confirmed. Yeah, uh, just I because this the Snyder cut is such a. Yeah, it sounds like such one of those a, ones that's too not too good to be true because it's not good but yeah just uh. right yeah like uh, yeah <laughs> i don't know man i don't know we'll see we'll see i mean we had at collider we had uh literally the day before that that quote-unquote story came out they were doing 70 million on reshoots we had uh, a, a one-on-one with Henry Cavill, and one of the questions we asked him was are you doing any reshoots and he was like oh no no i'm, I'm not doing anything new um i'm just 
you know, I'm just uh, uh, gonna gonna wait and see what happens. I'm just watching this time. I'm not shooting anything new. But why would so like they... the very next day when they're like, they're, Henry Cable's doing reshoots. I'm like, he just told us he wasn't. He's in That's London wild. right now filming The Witcher 2. He's not leaving London for a while. Wouldn't it be amazing if he has a contractually obligated mustache again? <laughs> And then they need him for reshoots. <sighs> just, just let for... Superman have a mustache, man. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. why would they need to do Hashtag let Superman have a mustache. They clearly had a completed movie that was the greatest film right. ever made since that was what yeah. the whole right. They was had the Snyder yeah. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's such a frustrating subset of fandom. The QAnon of comic um, films. Exactly. Oh my God! Or it's just like it doesn't exist, and then they're like, "We're putting out the Snyder. We're we're, we're uh, giving Zach like twenty million dollars to uh, to finish the Snyder cut. And we're putting out on HBO, and everybody's like, see it does exist.' I'm like, no, it didn't. They have to. He's finishing it. Like it didn't exist. Low key, one of the know. funniest anyway. things about the Snyder cut is how Zack Snyder is single handedly keeping that one social media platform afloat that he uses. I forget what it is. Like that's where he leaves all his shit. Yeah. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't know it's what that so one is. It's so weird, like, I've literally seen no one else other than Zack Snyder use it, and they're like, oh, on his blank account, and just, it's like even more low-key than Parler or any of those other weird apps. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man, of course he would. Yeah. Of course he would. I don't know. I don't know. The uh, My, my uh, going back to the topic at hand, my... I'm not entire, this. I mean, I laugh my ass off when seeing this Jamie Foxx news, but I really just want them to make a Sinister Six movie. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. like, the fact that, that knowing that they're putting Electro in the next one, I'm like, there's one more, baby! I'm like, we're almost there! I just, him and Michael Keaton together would be magical. So I'm not oh, going to man, shit on yeah. that at all. And we, know, and we know Keaton's in Morbius. Yeah. So. I completely forget that Morbius oh, yeah. exists as a movie until, like, it was, people mention it. Was, it. <laughs> like, we would have already seen it by 100%. now, I think. Yeah. yeah. It was going to come out in like April, right? Or May? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was due. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I know like Venom was due like this month. We were going to see. It was supposed to come out in April and like they yanked it and just, yeah. Yeah. I just completely forget that there's a completed Morbius movie starring Jared <laughs> Leto starring on the show. I think Jared, I don't think Jared Leto remembers that either. No, he's, he's off like, on his oh, island hey. with his cult yeah um yeah so man in, a, in an alternate dimension we're going out to see venom 2 uh and gaze at woody harrelson's glorious hair piece this month yeah. oh, like that's God, happening yes. this month in another timeline <sighs> the world we lost yeah yeah um, all right yeah um, let's move on to some more producers we got more producers you guys let's do it all right special thanks to left Woo. Thank you, Lef. Thank you to Nolan Mayton. Woo. Thank you very much. Thank you to Joshua Graves. Ah, you're great. Thank you to Normal Man Andrew McGuire. Thank you to Ozzy. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you to AJ. Thank you to Tip Drizzle. Woo. Woo. Thank you to Frank Lee Amish. Woo. Thank you so much, Tom. All right, let's 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 close out the this list of our wonderful producers. Uh, thanks to Miss Mrs. Voitus. Thank you. Thanks to the ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you. Thanks to David Knife Boot Henson, MBA CPA. Uh, thanks to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. 
Thank, Thank you, you to Mackenzie, Righteous Hand of the Lizard People Chill. Thank, Thank you. you to Funky J. And FJ. thanks to Pie Guy. Pie Guy. Thank you. Thank you all. Oh, man. So special. Dave, we've, we've, we've come to the end of it now. We're at the end of things. We're done. We're finished. We're done. It's completed. A full so Full episode. Full episode. Um, Roll credits. But before we close this thing out, I need I need to know I need I need I need you to answer me truthfully when I ask right. you this question. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have a movie that deserves more hype? I do. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> I have. So we're gonna we're gonna be balls deep in horror movies, oh, right? Yeah, it's it's spook season. Yeah, it's yeah, it's spook it's, 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 it's it's the spooktacular uh, spook fest. And we're going to start it off with something called The Mortuary Collection. This is coming out October 15th. It's an anthology, which tend to be, well, hit or miss. Uh, This currently, though, has a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes um, with uh, a good amount of reviews. That's 30 30 critics. So it's not like a handful of people. Sure. Um, It's being described as Goosebumps for Adults. It's about a um, a mortuary, a mortician, uh, played by a man named Clancy Brown. Yep. Uh, yeah. And a woman comes in for a job, and he starts telling her stories about the bodies, and that goes into an anthology. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the stories begin in the 50s and move forward in time. Uh, it feels... it's it, crit- Critics are saying it's got a real 80s vibe. If you watch the trailer, you'll see why I picked it because it just looks kind of cool. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks like that Clancy Brown role is is pretty solid. Like you get, oh yeah. I, I it took me. It was there was the, my experience watching this trailer because you don't really see his face until the end. Yeah, it's like hearing the the mortician talk to this uh, young woman, and it's like the first ten seconds, like I know that voice. Next ten yeah. seconds, I think that's Clancy Brown. With yeah. following 10 seconds. That's definitely Clancy Brown. This makeup and the premise, it, and I mean this in the most complimentary way possible, it's kind of like Lemony Snicket's Tales from the Hood. Which, yeah. <laughs> and I'm absolutely here for that. Because, <laughs> like, I've been wanting a good, yeah. like, we've had, like, the VHS movies and things like that, but I've been kind of, I've kind of wanted something that had not just like camp, but like kind of a little fun to it since the trick or treat movie. And this definitely yeah, hits that. For sure. Point. So yeah, I'm super there's, excited for this. There's definitely this weird instinct because I really liked what VHS had to offer. And I like anthology series that kind of do something different. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing a resurgence of people being like, Oh, remember the eighties? Uh, so like nightmare cinema, uh, and this and a few others <clears throat> where it's it's not a bad instinct uh, at all. But I do like that push of like VHS was such an original premise for an anthology. Uh, so I had to appreciate that. But this I don't know. This just looks really fucking fun. Uh, real solid. Uh, it starts with a dead child, so that's we. You know, we we always support that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're pro we're pro uh, dead children on Hypecast. Lots right, on Hypecast. Exactly. Yep. The director also did um, a bunch of shorts. Uh, he also directed a few segments in Fifty States of Fright, 
which is a Quibi show, I believe. Yeah, it's which the, frankly, that's I don't, the Raimi one, yeah. Yeah, I, I was watching a trailer for that. It doesn't look half bad, but... Um, I mean, that's also where the incredible woman with the golden arm meme came from. Yes, yes. <laughs> I have a free offer for, like, six months of Quibi from my phone company. I know, it's so sad. And I'm so too sad. lazy to, like, even <laughs> activate it. Like, I just am like, I don't want to click just... this link. That's too much effort. Like, <laughs> it's just... If they... Are they available? Can I get Quibi on my PlayStation or something like that? No, nope. you can, you can, like, cast it to your tv you can smart cast it if you have like a smart tv uh, the moment they're available on playstation or something i will get quibi uh because a lot of their stuff does look good it's just so it can just be just be on my goddamn <laughs> right PlayStation. it's such a boneheaded format to yeah. try to force it into it's what old yeah please just be available want, and that never turns out well yeah. and just no yeah. it's 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 got good content creators. It's the it's, just... it's the Steve Buscemi meme uh, in the form of a two billion dollar app. Oh god, yeah, right. <laughs> the hello fellow kids. <laughs> it's just really frustrating because I want to watch this fucking Fifty States of Fright. It looks kind of fun. Sure. I want to see what they do for like Delaware. You know. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see the hard states. Yeah. I want to see what they do for the difficult states. Mm-hmm. Rhode Island. Uh, Rhode Island, Jesus! What kind of horror movie you could do for Rhode Island? Yeah, New Hampshire. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen in New Hampshire. Yeah. Well, New Hampshire, just going to New Hampshire is terrifying. Florida yeah. is just an uh, abundance. Oh my god! Like, yeah. yeah. Um, one thing I do like but, about. Sorry to get back on the trailer, but one thing I do like about. Fine, is, we'll get back is, on the trailer. Um, it's from one voice. Like he's directing and writing all of these, so I think there's going to be a little yeah. more evenness. Like I, like I said, I liked uh, Trick or Treat a lot, and that was just um, I'm blanking out the director's name, but Michael Doherty. Yeah, I think it's going to be more in that vein rather than VHS, where it's like I like this segment, don't like this one, kind of just the up and downs of it. Yeah, so. right. Yeah, there's a there's a peaks and valleys of talent, but like yeah, like in Trick or Treat and in like Creep Show. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a consistent tone and visual uh, style, which is good. Too, so. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, it doesn't look instantly Michael Doherty. Oh yeah, no, it doesn't. This movie looks yeah. good. And I like the framing device of having the stories are coming from each dead body. Like how did this person dies? It's the story. It reminds me of another, uh, anthology series called body bags. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, uh, Michael Doherty, um, is not only working on the Netflix, uh, Hellraiser series, but he's also going to direct the series adaptation of Clive Barker's Nightbreed. Ooh. Ooh, that that story just broke this week. Nice, nice. Yeah. So yeah, folks, watch. Just watch the trailer. Just watch the trailer. Yeah, it looks good. The Mortuary Collection. Fucking October fifteenth. This is going to be a solid Halloween watch, and we're going to have more for you. There's so the, there's uh, so much progresses. spooky stuff this month. It's great. Oh, I got yeah, I got a list already. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. Yeah, in terms of trailers, so. I would say that this and Wolf of Snow Hollow are like the two that. I would yes. just recommend as soon as you're done watching, or as soon as you're done listening yeah. to this, you just hit those up because they seem like there's just going to be a lot of fun, especially with the upcoming month. Yeah. yeah. For shizzle. Oh, man. Well, guys, that's a sewed. We did Woo! it. We freaking did it. Oh, man. Saved the world. Logan, thank you so much. Thank you guys for yeah. having me. Thanks. It has been, like, it's kind of weird because, yeah, I just always listen to the show, so now it's... Yeah, and fun. <laughs> now you're a part of it. All right. 
<clears throat> yeah, you're welcome back. Yeah, yeah. Anytime. Anytime, man. Um, do you have uh, anything you'd like to tell people to plug or like a statement, something really political mm-hmm. and like intense or like, you know, just whatever that this is the this is the point. Uh, yeah, just um, I do stuff on Cracked. Usually my name's not on there because it's like back end editing stuff. But yeah, so check out the site. Sure. And then on Twitter and Instagram, I'm at the Logan Trent. So just hit me up there. Uh, yeah. You got a great Twitter. Thank you very much. It's just yeah. random stuff that I just threw out there. Yeah. I love random stuff. Um, um, Dave, uh, right. tell them about I'll us. Plug our, yeah, I was going to do that, then, Tom. Then fucking do it and stop, do stop it. your we jaw jacking. Pa- we have a Patreon. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, hey. We have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. You have exclusive podcasts there like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a Maniac. Please check it out. Uh, we also have a store, tpublic.com slash store slash Gamefully Unemployed, where you can get t-shirts, masks, mugs, posters, stickers, all kinds of bullshit. Check that out. Um, actually, can I... Or don't. I don't care. Can I hop on the end of that? Uh, yeah. No. I know that you guys... Sure. Okay, so... I know that right now, like, probably is hard for a lot of people in certain financial situations, but even if you can't subscribe to like a Patreon or do any of the store stuff, an easy way you can help your friend's podcast is just by leaving a review on iTunes. It really helps exactly. with yep. all the ratings. It takes like two seconds. It doesn't even have to be on iTunes. SoundCloud yeah. has that. And you can do it for like this or Jeff's podcast or Adam's or Cody's. There's, you know, it'll take you five Alex's. minutes. Yeah. It all of our really friends. helps everybody out. So just want to drop that do it. There. Yeah, no, that for would, sure. Yeah, we, that's a great. We need to yeah. get better about asking people to review. It really, it really is a huge, huge, huge help. It, it, it and you know, boosts we'll, vis- we'll, it boosts visibility uh, exponentially. I read them too. I read them, even the bad ones. I'll sure. read them. So y- your voice is not going. It's not like just you're not screaming into the abyss. I will every now and then. I'll sit in my bed uh, with my on my tummy on my tummy with my feet kicking in the air mm-hmm. and I'll look on my phone and I'll read the reviews. Uh, yeah. so and then we're making a list that. of all the people who say bad things. Yeah, of everybody who fucked us. <laughs> and then you know you're going to get your day. You will pay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will get werewolf revenge. Werewolf revenge. Oh, all right, let's say goodbye. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at the Corlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at at Justin T. Brown, and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.